It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling And everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the happiest season of Those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the happiest season of all. There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the year. This is In the Know for Wednesday, December 2, the 337th day of 2020. There are 29 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we're going to update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll talk more about those mysterious monoliths that are showing up and disappearing around the globe. We'll tell you about that. A new record set for COVID-19 numbers. We'll tell you about that. And the freeform 25 days of Christmas is underway. We're following along with the schedule, so we'll see what's uh, on for your viewing pleasure tonight. We'll have that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the... In the... In the... No. Hmm. There you go. Uh, you you took a you took a day off, and so did your intro music. Very Settling into my left, rolling Mach Nine with her hair on fire. This is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Alea and I uh, hauled off a uh, our old dryer. A couple of weeks ago, we uh, we we took it to Mr. Haynes to have it repurposed mm-hmm. to uh, serve someone else, and I feel that we might have made a mistake because we didn't take it apart before we hauled it away. There is a viral photo that is going around the globe that is showing that you should check the inside of your dryer oh. before you take it somewhere else because it may be full of all kinds of treasures. It's not just the missing sock, it's the missing dollar bills. 
It could be it's uh, all the things that might have been gathered in your dryer over the course of the year. So, and I can see that it, it because could, I do not check pockets. You don't check pockets, nope. and uh, I mean, you just you just don't know it. Um, who knows what could be hiding uh, in there? So, it could be a small fortune. I don't know. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and a professional bargain hunter, woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. That's Misty. Well, I feel wealthier now. I'm going home after the show. <laughs> you know, turn your dryer upside down? Nobody's there going to give it a good shake. Curious to know if you, if you have to do more than just take the back of it off. Would you have to take the drum out? Like, where are all the various hiding places? I'm going to take it in apart a, in and let dryer. the husband find it when he gets home. And I'm going to say, I don't know what happened. Who did that? <laughs> uh, I found who money would, for your Christmas gift. It was in the dryer. Yeah, it's actually come in and take our dryer apart? This your so money bizarre. that's been uh, accumulated in the dryer yeah, over the last... His. However many years, we have an update to the monolith story. You seem to be a little curious about Mm -hmm. uh, these monoliths. First, the one that showed up in Utah and then also showed up in Romania, disappeared in Utah, then suddenly one shows up in Romania. And so, so we don't know where the next one will show up, but they're both now missing. And so we know, we know, um, this. That a photographer named Ross Bernard said he was at the Utah site Friday night taking pictures when four men appeared with a wheelbarrow, then pushed over and quickly dismantled the monolith. And it says, don't know if they were the same people who put it up or not. That's not clear. He says that he and his companions didn't try to stop the men. As they walked off with the pieces, one of them said, leave no trace. Then you can read, by the way, you can read about it on Instagram if you want to hear his account of it. Uh, in Romania, Reuters reported that a similar-looking object that turned up in a remote area of Romania vanished yesterday. An ident- unidentified person, apparently a bad local welder, made it. Now all that remains is just a small hole covered by rocky soil. And they're wondering about the, the material. The Utah object had a metal exterior, but photos from the dismantling revealed it was hollow on the inside with an armature made from plywood. The way it was, lo- the way the photography showed last, it was like a this monolith of lead. You mm-hmm. could, it looked like it was heavy and dense and mm-hmm. stuck in the ground. But if it's made of plywood and somebody welded it, then that's not nearly as fun. Somebody's playing a trick on us. Yeah, but how well coordinated it is. Utah. I mean, like, is it a group of people, conspiracy theorists, or people who like to make these things up, and they just threw darts at a world map and went, "Oh, look there!" So we're going to start Romania and Utah. Pretty sure it's the Illuminati. It probably is the Illuminati. It's the it's their it's their youngins. It's like the Illuminati Club Junior Club, or the Masons. And they're not. Yeah, they're not quite up to par. To yeah. do it, the adult version of Illuminati? Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, sunny, warmer today. Tomorrow will be cloudy, but temperatures will still be able to rise into the upper 40s. We'll see some showers lingering into parts of Friday, highs into the weekends, remaining in with the uh, 40s. Mostly sunny, 47 today, increasing clouds 29 tonight, mostly cloudy and 49 for tomorrow is what the forecast calls for. Um, pardons. You, are you going to get a pardon? Everybody, all God's God's children going to get a pardon? I need need one in the back pocket. uh, So there's, of course, now a new investigation. Are people paying for pardons? Uh, I guess guess I'm curious to know if there's a pay for pardon uh, scheme going on. But if this is just more of this, 
uh, we're going to get Trump no matter what. I would be curious to know if we would be hearing this story if he weren't already saber-rattling about running again in four years. Right. If he just said, well, my time as president has been great, Um, you know, appreciate it, off to my next uh, challenge. But it's almost as if the people won't, the people who are anti-Trump, they they just are going to keep on and keep on to try and discredit any type of future run. Is, you know, I mean, the Catholic Church sold indulgences. Remember back in sure. like the day, back in medieval times? So is this kind of the same thing? I think pardons have been for sale for a long time. I think lots of presidents have, have uh-huh. uh, yeah. quid pro quo uh-huh. pardons. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, uh, I need to raise some money for my presidential library. Mm-hmm. You got any money you can donate to that? Yeah. Oh, look what I found. I found a pardon mm-hmm. over here. I just I was cleaning off my desk, and I found a pardon. And it happened to just be underneath the form, the jump rope for heart form, where you <laughs> donated to my presidential library. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's so I don't know what's different about this situation other than it's they're just determined to do whatever they can to undermine the credibility. Yeah. But I, uh, there may be something more sorted going on. I don't, I don't know, but it's. Uh, I mean, in an unrelated story, how much would one pay for a pardon? That's a good in Litchfield. That's, oh, in Litchfield. I'm just saying, like, if I lived in Washington, values, would the pardon be more expensive? Values may vary, I yeah. think, depending yeah. upon where you get pardoned. The governor says there's no way to sugarcoat it. He said yesterday was the worst day we have had for reporting on the spread of the coronavirus, and it's the deadliest day that we have had. He reported 4,151 new cases yesterday. That brings the state's total to 183,168, 35 coronavirus-related deaths. The rolling seven-day positivity rate jumped from 9.42% on Monday to 9.59% yesterday. Hospitalizations rose to 1,777. ICU patients up 20 to 421. Patients on ventilators also rose from 229 to 241 yesterday. Uh, I think it's important, uh, Mister. You mentioned in passing this morning. If we're at forty-one hundred today, mm-hmm. and we're three days removed from the holiday weekend, then what will be we be looking at a week from today? Yeah. Because the, if you look at the incubation period of this, of I'll, I'll call it the incubation period, but from the time that you become infected, I'm going to say. Minimum 48 hours before you start to exhibit symptoms that say, hmm, I don't feel well. I might should go get tested. And then depending upon your test protocol, it could be something quick, but it could be also be something 24 to 48 hours before you get a positive or a negative results of your test back. And then you go through, if your illness progresses, then you're probably, my guess would be something like a week in before you might come to the point of needing of being hospitalized. And then there is a cycle to the entire thing that if you can follow through, because the governor and, and health officials have said uh, from the from the point of testing positive in those numbers, then we can usually forecast a couple of weeks later we'll see the residual effect that if a, if a fatality is going to be connected to that, it's probably going to be a couple of weeks later because you go through the general hospitalization, then you go through the ICU, and then finally you probably you may lose the fight against the virus. So... I the 4100 that we saw yesterday 
are not as a result of people who got together on Saturday or Sunday or I, I still feel like the worst is ahead of us. And even though vaccines are on the way, uh, I, I still think we're going to look at six to eight weeks of a very dark time because numbers are going to get worse before they get better. Because now I think they're to the point that they're, uh, at least from a percentage standpoint, they're almost beyond control. The spread is almost beyond control because even contact tracing is going to be proved, is going to be hard to administer. So I have, have we just decided to roll the dice? Is that what society has done? We've just decided yeah. to take our chances? Yeah, I think I so. Think so. And I think in a week we're going to see numbers that double that because people just decided I'm going to do Thanksgiving the way I want to do Thanksgiving, and I'm not going to be told to do it any diff- any any way different. I'm um, going to go out shopping. I'm going mm-hmm. to yeah. I agree. I think there has been um, some recent events in Grayson County that may wake some people up. I said before that until you experience the loss personally or you experience being sick. Um, people who have been, uh, who believe this is fake or that it's, it's, the numbers aren't high enough to warrant what's been done. And, and I fall into a little bit of that category. I don't want to be told what I can and can't do. However, I do want to be educated and I think that's the government's role, but I don't want to be mandated, but I will be responsible and do the right thing. Most of the time I feel like, it, you know, I, I've tried to do the right thing. But there has been some some recent uh, cases and loss that I think has shaken the community that will get the attention of people who have been on that side of it. Of this isn't real, and I'm going to forge ahead and do it my way without a mask and be careless. We spent um, three or four months uh, letting ourselves get into a the impression that only people of an advanced age or with underlying health issues, mm-hmm. were vulnerable to fatality from this. And and that largely is still true. But when you have cases being diagnosed at the 4,000 rate level, even at the 1,000 rate level, the 2,000 rate level, it won't be long until you see some fatalities that hit close to home that don't fall into those demographics. That don't make sense. Yes, that you they go, They don't make wow. sense anymore cons- considering what we learned. That's right. And so... I, I would say that this week is likely to modify behavior for those some of those hard shells mm-hmm. that are like I'm not doing anything different. I'm not doing anything different, and, and this one, this week, and the next two weeks might finally get the attention of some people that were your your last bastions of holdouts, mm-hmm. if you will. But the governor said, if we're not aggressive, is it six thousand cases daily in the next two weeks? He said by the end of the month, is it ten thousand people a day? He said, Lord, I hope not. And so I think the scary thing is, too, that we don't know it. Re, it it behaves differently in every person. Um, you know, I go back to Sheriff Norman Chaffins and when he and his wife and he was very vocal about theirs, he experienced some horrific symptoms and she was fairly OK. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't know. And my fear is not so much of me getting it. I do have a fear of that, but it's me giving it to someone Absolutely. that it would behave in a, in a fatal manner. And that's my fear is that I could be the cause of that my carelessness would cause someone else, even yeah. suffering, even if it didn't take your life, the suffering. Now we're looking at long-term effects that they're, they're watching. And then, you know, we talked to Trevor Ray with Midway Pharmacy a while back, and he said, Misty, it's going to mutate. Viruses mutate. And I'm wondering now, are we seeing a mutation 
of the virus, and that's why we're seeing the loss of life where they're, he, they were younger and they didn't have underlying causes? I so think it's cumulative know. fatigue. I think it's cumulative yeah. f- fatigue by people that – that that's where it's it's gotten it's gotten out it's gotten to the mm-hmm. spread. I think we I think the mutations are on down the road. But that's one of the things that we talk with uh, Congressman Guthrie about, who you know has been on the leading edge congressionally with vaccinations, and their modeling is that this is the new vaccines are supposed to go ahead and and get ahead of mutations. It's not specific to this precise one. It's designed to give you the uh, necessary tools from a physiological standpoint to ward off all the various mutations that might be coming. At least right. that's the that's the goal. Uh, Attorney General Daniel Cameron is awaiting word on whether the U.S. Supreme Court will take up his appeal of a ruling by the Sixth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals, which upheld Governor Bashir's executive order closing private religious schools through the end of the year. The process, he says, uh, the process can go one of two ways. He said Justice Brett Kavanaugh can make the decision independent of his colleagues or he can refer it for consultation by all of his colleagues on whether they will hear it. Uh, It would be his decision to stay the decision that was rendered by the Court of Appeals. He would make that decision or consult with his colleagues, and they could collectively make the decision. It would be their discretion on how that process goes from there. But he is optimistic that the U.S. Supreme Court would overrule uh, Bashir on this case. And, and I told you yesterday, I was pretty confident that in the end, the the Supreme Court of the United States would have the final say and that they would rule that uh, you can't close religious schools just, just merely on uh, First Amendment types of uh, issues. I remember being in the month of, I guess, April when I was uh, uh, early on belly aching about the governor's going to do this and the governor's going to do that. I do remember saying that our Constitution is going to get tested this year. The real value of the U.S. Constitution is going to get tested because it's going to be challenged legally based upon decisions. We're going to learn a lot about the, this so-called freedom and liberty that we have that's provided by the protections in the Constitution. And th- these are some of those challenges that we're going to be uh, facing that uh, by advancing to the Supreme Court. The three Litchfield residents have narrowly escaped injury after two vehicles struck the same large bull on Owensboro Road. Yesterday afternoon, just after 5, the sheriff's office and uh, LPD and EMS responded to the 4,000 block of Owensboro Road where a Ford Fusion and a Chevy Cobalt struck a large Angus bull. The Ford was driven by 19-year-old Amber Horton of Litchfield, struck the bull that was in the roadway. It was uh, animaled nearly a ton. Severely damaged the front of the vehicle, landed on the driver's side of the windshield, then fell into the roadway, then was struck by a cobalt driven by 24-year-old Dakota Decker of Litchfield, and neither of them were injured in the collisions. Thank God. That's a a one-ton animal hits your windshield. It will get your attention. Terrifying. I would uh, would imagine. The Grayson County Fiscal Court uh, voted yesterday to take a recommendation about the renaming. Well, I shouldn't say renaming because that's not accurate. An overlay naming of Nelson Road to the Robbie... Higdon Memorial Highway. Uh, if you've not been on Nelson Road recently, uh, it's gotten a big facelift. And uh, the late magistrate, this was one of his uh, one of his projects that he felt strongly about when running for 
election and the roadway you know looks great it was a focal point of his campaign they've been able to bring that to reality and rather than renaming and readdressing and those things memorial highway signage uh, is being recommended to be on both ends of Nelson Road to commemorate his passion and service to that area, not just on this project, but projects uh, broadly. And so they uh, unanimously approved to do that in the fiscal court meeting yesterday. I think there are a lot of us that, you know, I started I started spending more time around the Clarkson area around 10 years ago because that's where you lived when when we met. And so, but for those of us that have been maybe western half of the countyers, we don't fully appreciate the traffic that Nelson Road carries mm-hmm. because people who are trying to bypass and get to the lake, mm-hmm. you know, people who come down the parkway and they want to use Nelson Road to get to Peonia Road, and so that road gets a lot of wear and tear. Mm-hmm. So for it to be, you know, brought up to more modernized standards is great for the county to do, and it uh, kind of goes along with the vision that uh, the late Robbie Higdon, he realized the importance, how much traffic it carried, and, and what a connector that road was. So uh, good to see that move made yesterday. The Kentucky Senate Democrats announced their leadership team for the next two years yesterday. Senator Morgan McGarvey of Louisville was reelected as minority floor leader. Uh, Dennis Parrott of Elizabethtown won another term as minority whip. Reggie Thomas of Lexington was chosen as minority chair caucus, uh, caucus chair in the Senate. He replaces Senator Johnny Ray Turner of Prestonsburg, who lost his reelection bid in November to Rep- Republican Johnny L. Turner of Harlan, who is also in the news. Okay. Because a Kentucky man is accused of deliberately setting fire to a building owned by Senator-elect Johnny L. Turner that housed his law office and six apartments. 22-year-old Adam Mills with uh, his charge with first-degree arson, first-degree wanton endangerment, and fleeing in connection with a fire that destroyed the building in downtown Harlan owned by Senate-elect, Senator-elect Johnny L. Turner. So they had some type of disagreement. I think he was probably a tenant. Yeah. Be quiet, Alexa. And... <laughs> What's she? What's she sounding off about? Do you all know? know. Just ignore her. If you, yeah. I found, if you just ignore, then they'll then they'll be quiet. But so, uh, but Johnny L. Turner said the situation was tragic, but the building's gone. But Alexa, stop. <laughs> she listens better than some children. I was going to say she's much better. Behaved I mean, the building's the gone, but thank God nobody got hurt. I thought she was just talking, but if she goes on to playing music, then we're going to have. Uh, we're going to have uh, gonna she have felt a like problem. Johnny needed background music. <laughs> <laughs> this story would really benefit from some guitar riffs. Right yes, yeah, some middle. Eastern Kentucky banjo music is what we should do. Uh, Western lost last night. And my goodness, the I don't know what to say about UK. They are right now. UK is a terrible basketball team. It's 2020. And and Kansas wasn't any better. It just was. I watched for eight minutes and UK didn't score. To start the second half, I was like, are they even going to score? It's terrible. Terrible team. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Special Education Day. It is Rockefeller Center Tree Lighting Day today. 
always held the Wednesday after Thanksgiving. And it is Fritters Day today. We're fritters. Yeah. Yeah. The, just fritters in general, apple fritters. I'm more of a corn fritter. Corn fritter. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of corn fritter, but yeah, I'll take that too. Uh, there's something about, I don't really uh, sew down a pigeon forge at the apple barn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of eating at the apple barn. Yeah, uh, okay. We're by there a lot, but uh, but the corn, but the apple fritters from Apple Barn. There's something about them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the water from the Pigeon River. Or I don't know. I don't know how yeah, they. Right. And is there still an Apple Barn at Opry Mills? They used to have a store there. I don't know if you could get the if you could get the fritters it. there or not. I know you were there uh, recently. Yeah, didn't see it there. So, so what you're saying is my Christmas gift is not from the <laughs> Apple Barn. No, but what you need to do instead of eating there is you can go in and buy the mix for the apple fritters. That's what we we always take the mix home with us. Huh. All right, that sounds like a gift idea. Here are six inexpensive gifts everyone loves getting. Now, everyone I think is a little broadly used, but yeah, one I, size fits all is not true. That's you know, true. It's maybe yeah, uh, <laughs> homemade or gourmet foods, store bought or homemade giving food. It, as a gift is both thoughtful and inexpensive. Gourmet candy and hot sauces can be bargains, and there's always something to suit everyone on your list. Okay, so not necessarily the same thing. Don't buy the same ten of cookies right. for everyone on your list, but some people might get cookies, some people might get, mm-hmm. say, gourmet pickles or... Lindor yeah. truffles. Oh, yeah, you, you, you hit it big on those the other oh, day, I didn't you? diving. Not a lot left, got to be honest. Festive, Miss Buckles, I know you'd be a big fan of this one. Festive socks. I am a big fan of socks. They're a great way to add a splash of personality to a wardrobe, and there are lots of companies making novelty socks that fit great and feel amazing. They are inexpensive, and you can find a pair to fit anyone's personality. They are everywhere this year. Everywhere. They are? Are they back? They're big? Yes, and now they come with comf in them. Oh, yeah. So you can get, and you can get tall or ankle socks with comf in them. Yeah. Yeah, they're okay. everywhere. The little extra padding that mm-hmm. get the gold toe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, coffee or tea and accessories. Like Full-bodied coffees that pair with a winter chill or teas flavored with holiday spices are easy to find this time of year. Spice tea. I hate the smell of spice tea. You don't like the smell of it? No, I do not. I don't know why. I just don't. Okay. I don't. I well, just, I'm extremely plain. It just it gets me. To- I love the smell of coffee, but I, I do and I and I like tea, but I don't like spice tea. I don't know why. My favorite is chai tea. Yeah, I love chai tea. Mm. I'm a pretty big fan of Mister T. No, he is the best tea because he's a ever. good pityer. I mean, he sp- pities people so well. Yeah, which is important this time of year. God, we need some Mister T this year, right? And there are lots of fools. Yeah. <laughs> I have an aunt who fancies the Long Island tea. Like, oh, yeah. the old Long Island tea. Yeah, she doesn't get invited. Yeah, to by days. the way, I've heard you don't have to be from Long Island to have that. No, but she talks like she is. <laughs> so many of them. It makes her talk like a New Yorker. <laughs> Books. They're an inexpensive, thoughtful gift that you can match to anyone's taste. This time of year, many pair Long Island tea. <laughs> I thought I was doing well with Mr. T, and I got trumped. It's good. Really Can we good. say that anymore? It's a, it's a decapitalized T, not a capitalized T. Well, now it's back. Now that <laughs> so, it's a lowercase, lowercase T on the Trump. Uh, many paperbacks and even some hardcovers may be available for under $10. 
And if you have a Kindle, yes, they do still make real books. Well, and know your audience. Like, if you're going to mm-hmm. pick out a book for someone, know the person that you're choosing it for. Mm-hmm. Sure. I still, I still, um, the majority of books that I've uh, bought over the last several years will have come from the the world's largest e-tail bookstore. There was a time when Amazon only sold books. It's where all of my books have come from. <laughs> Amazon, that at, they were started as an online book company, mm-hmm. and so I still buy some books but i will tell you i love to go to barnes and noble and just look around and browse and it smells uh, like a bookstore in uh, there of course and there's a starbucks in there so you got the coffee and the does, paper smell together it does help it's my daughter's favorite place to be but you I, could find the bargain bins and the, oh i love the it's a great section. way to do what you're saying be just match yeah. topics to people that you're looking mm-hmm. for i've read 42 books in the last two and a half years but I say all that because I organized them a couple of days ago. <laughs> I'm actually getting ready to read obituaries. Oh, that I you love bought me obituaries. for Christmas last year, but I've not yes. because of school. I've not had time to read it, so is, I pulled it out. Is that gift card still taped to the front page of it, or did you get it out? Not only is the gift card gone, I ripped that whole page out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> book's not been read, but it's, it's like, already in shambles. I hope you didn't go home and put the book on the shelf and forget the Chick Fil A that was taped to the front. Walking down the sidewalk here, I ripped that shit out and stuck it in the purse. Then I logged the book on the bookshelf. Scarves and hats, they're all over the place around the holidays mm-hmm. oh. and you be able to, may be able to pick them up for under, under ten dollars in a wide range of styles and colors please no one bought me scarves or hats yeah not a fan bath products pretty much everyone could use a nice bath to unwind after the work week mm-hmm. and you can grab items like bath bombs for under ten dollars i don't fully appreciate well it's only because i've <coughs> lived with girls that how popular <laughs> bath bombs are. Uh, I, I've oh, not, it's a billion-dollar industry. <laughs> yes, it, clearly. I mean, they are, oh, but this one does this, and that one does that, and this one has lavender. And Listen, bah, 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 bah. my girls are getting for Christmas bath bombs that are in the shape of volcanoes, and they have a tea light in the middle. So oh. you light the candle, oh, yeah, floating. and it's a floating oh. volcano bath bomb, like I upped the bath bomb game. Would, that somehow, that, would, by, would that somehow be, uh, I'm grasping here, mm-hmm. a votive? Yes, a bath is that bomb proper, votive. Is that the proper use of that term, yes. a votive? Yes. Okay. All but right. it looks like a volcano. You know, it's shaped like a... Oh, I, I went, love it. Yeah. I went to Pottery Barn once, so I know I've seen I've seen a votive. Oh, you fancy. Who knew? <laughs> is that on your resume? <laughs> Actually, I went to Value actually, City once. It was just a, it was just a catalog that came yeah. in the mail. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, it was. That's yeah. all it was. Well, to get in, I was going to say to get into Pottery Barn, you got to have your resume with you. <laughs> Somebody took the front gate catalog away from me. I was stuck with the Pottery Barn. We're not buying anything from any of those places. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar store circular. <laughs> uh, how do you do your Hershey's kiss? Do you chew uh, it or do you let it melt? No, you let it melt. So I hold it in my hand before I unwrap it for about 15 seconds. Uh, I see. Before the okay. unwrap. Yes. Okay, so got it. it just begins to soften What if it's been in your bit. pocket? That, that works too. Okay, all right. And then you unwrap it. If it's on the cookie already baked, it's already softened. Okay. But, yeah, you got to hold it in your hand for about 15 seconds. All right. What about you, Buckles? Are you a biter or are you a chewer? I just throw it in and yeah. I let it melt a little bit in my mouth, mm-hmm. but yeah. then I, I bite and chew. You got to savor it. You got to let it melt. Popping a Hershey's Kiss in your mouth and letting it melt on your tongue for 60 seconds creates a rush of mood-boosting pleasure 
four times greater than munching it right away. Yeah. By slowing down, you're more aware of the flavor proven to improve your mood. Okay, well, but sometimes at our house, you kind of have to hide from children. So if you find a Hershey's Kiss, mm-hmm. yeah, you're like you a mouse to, in a corner. Yeah, you have to like go ahead and eat it. Yeah, you have because to be someone may catch you. About it. Yeah, I yeah. got it. Okay. You windmill at the table too when there's too many kids. <laughs> right. This is why I eat fast. But That's I do why you go the in the closet and look at your clothes real quick for a couple of minutes and go, I was just looking to see if something was in my closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you know Hershey's is in trouble this holiday season? Because of this year of all years, they changed up their traditional dum 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 dum. You know the Hershey's bells. bells, So they let a kid now sneak in there. This little girl sneaks in there and steals one of them. See like that? So she steals one and then she uses it in a baking project. Oh, cute! To put it in the cookies, like you were talking about. And then the rest of the song is finished by playing horns instead of bells. And the Twitterverse has just gone crazy about it. Why? Because they want it to be traditional. They think that this needs to be the same in 2020 to give them peace of mind. She's so cute, and those cookies look so good. I don't really mind. Like, if you are complaining about this, you really don't have real problems. You don't have real problems in life. That's because people people are stuck at home, and they all they have to do (laughs) is complain. You know, we deal with them all the time. (laughs) Oh, don't we know? (laughs) A Pennsylvania man. (laughs) <laughs> this is the guy who would complain about the Hershey's. Mm. Pennsylvania man is stolen in a stolen SUV, ran out of gas, mm. and then called the police for help. An Allegheny County man is in Blair County Prison after state police say he called for help after running out of gas in a stolen SUV. 20-year-old Daniel Riza of McKeesport called state police and asked for assistance after running out of gas in a gray Audi, November 27th. But when he was told a trooper was responding, he said he didn't want an officer before he hung up. But state police were already on their way. The trooper also learned as he drove to where he was going that a gray Audi had been reported stolen in Altoona earlier that day and got there, ran the VIN number, and said, your car is stolen. So as he... Maybe he's just dumb. So he called for help, but then he said he did not want an officer. So he's too cheap for AAA. Right. <laughs> so he's calling, hopefully. So, he stole a car. And that's what happens. See, like when you say defund the police, mm-hmm. then the police are the first people that you call for when you need help for something, mm-hmm. no matter whether you broke the law or not. So to change the subject a little bit. When my husband complains, I don't keep gas in my car. This is the strategy of my life. If it's ever stolen, they're not going to get very far. I got you. I have to keep it on E to make for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They don't get away. I think Jason would say they wouldn't get further than Rock Crusher Hill. If and my plan worked. <laughs> Foiled again. <laughs> and this story made me laugh. A Canadian driver from Burlington, Ontario, Canada, was pulled over by law enforcement for using a folding lawn chair as a car seat. His car was pulled over and impounded because he was he had taken the front seat out of his car for whatever reason. Maybe he sold it. And he took but at least it's one of those faux wicker chairs. It's a really pretty chair. It is a fancy outdoor chair. But you know what this is? He's a part time wrestler. I guess. And he's gotta take his chair in with him. (laughs) When he's working. This made me laugh, but I thought, you know, 
Law enforcement officers in Grayson County probably see this every day and just say, go on. I don't understand why this is illegal as go long on. as he has a seatbelt on. That's kind of what I was wondering, but it would be funny. Got to get to a break. <laughs> we'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Statistically, the safest form of travel, that is miles traveled versus the number of deaths, is an elevator. Okay, say it again. It's the what? An elevator is the safest form of travel. If you factor in the number of miles traveled versus the number of deaths, Mm -hmm. an elevator is the safest form of travel. Okay. I don't mind an elevator. All right. I don't mind. That's probably the shortest trip you're going to take as well. Mm-hmm. It probably is, but you know, a lot of people, you know, larger cities spend more time. They travel vertically oh, a yeah. lot. Maybe, maybe, but you know, I, does that include people that are just out walking on I foot? Tell you what I've learned about me in the elevator: the odor I get. Uh, I'm like you. I'm a little bit claustrophobic. But here's what I don't like: is when I get in. And I think it's just going to be me and a couple other. And then all of a sudden, the big group comes, and they're going to push themselves in. And now you've got 40 people to a 20-people elevator. Mm-hmm. The people who are not polite enough to wait yeah. for the next one. So yeah. I have become very vocal to say, please get off. I'm claustrophobic. I will have a panic attack. Like, I'm not going to go into panic attack because you're <laughs> I got to know where, idiot. like, go-karts are in this. Yeah. we right? were. By the oh, way, yeah. we were talking about um, talking about something during the break about... So I witnessed a uh, a, a Karen type of, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but older, hmm, 65 to 75 okay. in range in Florida in October and the eleva- busy elevator mm-hmm. and the doors opened and there were two younger kids, hmm, 14, 15, something in that range. They were minding their own business and they tried to get on and this lady went off. He was like, no, there's no room. Okay, whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I won't go off on you, but I will say I need off or I need somebody to not get on. Please don't do this. Right. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Free forums, 25 days of Christmas schedule out underway. You missed night number one. If you didn't know it was on last night, you missed Disney's A Christmas Carol. I actually started yesterday morning. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street was yesterday. Home Alone, Home Alone 2 was on uh, yesterday afternoon, The Grinch, you were watching The Grinch last night, I saw. Was it recorded or was it on Freeform? You. Oh, oh I'd fallen asleep. Oh, okay. Well, so. I saw The Grinch. The <laughs> Grinch. Why she's if like, you, I walked, don't know if you walked by, yeah, yeah. I was asleep. <laughs> All right. So tonight, oh, it's already started today, uh, but don't go yet. You hurt my feelings. Uh, it's a Very Merry Muppet Christmas. Began at 6 a.m. our time. Miracle on 34th Street starts in nine minutes. If you're watching or listening live, um, if you're not, forget all these times. <laughs> I did wake um, up to the Muppets this you did. morning. Uh, yeah. Miracle on 34th Muppets. Street starts in a little while. Deck the Halls, the 2006 version. The Grinch is on again at 245. Uh, if you're Santa Claus family, the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen version. The Santa Claus and the Santa Claus 2 on this evening in prime time. And then the Santa Claus 3 is uh, the, the escape clause. Are they still having to work around the 700 Club? Did they yes, finally get out of that is, deal? Yes. The 700 Club still on? No, it's still on. Yeah. yeah so they no, have it's... to they have to take a break at 11 o'clock Central. 
Yeah, and I'm pretty the, sure, I don't know if I just saw the same one, like, over, but he it, had on the same well, jacket vest kind of thing. thing. It, the yeah. PTL Club struck one of the best deals in television <laughs> history when they sold that channel to Disney. Mm-hmm. And they maintained an hour every night. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how long that deal runs. Because it is so weird for Freeform to have to stop what they're doing and put the 700 Club on nationally. It is, it is, it just, I, I don't mind it. It's just so out of place. Yeah, it's like, did I, did I sit on the remote? <laughs> right. What a, it really does feel like that. When who you butt, wake who up, butt yeah, dialed yeah, the guy. remote? Who butt dialed the remote? <laughs> Somebody. So you wake up to this old man. Did I have a timer? <laughs> like, tomorrow, uh, early tomorrow, you'll wake up to the Simpsons Christmas Episodes Marathon. This is on Freeform. Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings, Jingle All the Way, Christmas with the Cranks tomorrow afternoon. Disney's A Christmas Carol, Home Alone, and Home Alone 2 again, and then Late Night Tomorrow Night, Jingle All the Way. So, Miss Buckles, I'm going to hand you. that to you because you're the one who really wants the schedule uh, of uh, all the Freeform classics. I'm, I think by now we surely have them all recorded. Probably. It's, it's weird. I'll watch a Christmas program, <laughs> and it'll be the, the television commercials in it will be from two years ago, you know, because it's just been on the DVR the entire. When life was normal. When yes. people were happy. When people weren't wearing masks. <laughs> yes, like we saw weird. their face. And the, on Jeopardy, the first show without Alex Trebek as host mm. will be January 11th. Mm. So the final Alex Trebek episode will be December 25th, will be Christmas Day. Ken Jennings' first episode as a temporary guest host will be January 11th. Uh, the voice contestant, Ryan Gallagher, did not perform on The Voice on Monday night because he violated uh, COVID protocols. Don't know exactly what those were, but he was not allowed to perform. The Academy confirms the 2021 Oscars will be held in person. And uh, Helena Bonham Carter, who plays Princess Margaret on The Crown, she agrees that there needs to be a disclaimer that that specifies that The Crown is fiction. Uh, says that uh, the creator did a whole lot of a whole lot of uh, research. But it still takes some license with some things. Mm-hmm. So take it from Princess Margaret, who I'm to the point where she's she's taken ill all of a sudden. So that's oh, where so I am. Not, done with it. not finished. I'm okay, holding on to a, I'm holding on to a couple. Yeah, I'm almost finished. Gotta get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning. You're in the know. Hey, mom and dad, I've got a simple idea that will help your family grow closer together. Build your family's muscle memory. Muscle memory is like playing the piano. Practice the same melody over and over. You'll create a mind and muscle connection. Eventually, your fingers will dance through the melody with no conscious thought on your part about how to play it. One of the ways my wife and I have strengthened our family's muscle memory is by eating meals together. Whether it's a full dinner with all the trimmings or just sandwiches, we gather around the table almost every night. There's no smartphones buzzing or television squawking in the background. It's just me, my wife, my two boys unplugged from the world and connecting with each other. Engaging in conversation at the table is muscle memory for us. One night, not too long ago, my family all came home at different times. Even though we'd all eaten dinner somewhere else, we gathered around the table completely spontaneously and talked for almost an hour 
connecting at the dinner table is part of who we are. It's wired into our DNA. Going to church is a muscle memory for millions of families. So is camping, playing board games, or enjoying a baseball game on a sunny afternoon. Your family's muscle memory can be almost anything, as long as it draws all of you together and deepens your connection with each other. To help your family thrive, go to FocusOnTheFamily.com. I'm Jim Daly. Honey, the search for the best Cyber Week deal is over. But but I haven't even gotten started yet. Well, I just saved you tons of time by finding out the best deal is at Bluegrass Cellular. Check out the link I just sent you. Oh, okay, let's see. Oh, save 20% on iPhone 12. Now that's an impressive Cyber Week deal. Yeah. I can even shop in store. I'm willing to bet my favorite Christmas sweater you couldn't find a better deal than that. Oh, yeah, you mean your ugly Christmas sweater, right? The one with the weird elf? The one my mother knitted? Right. That beautiful hand-knitted sweater. You know what, honey? The iPhone 12 would complement that sweater wonderfully. And we could even capture every detail in low light with night mode. That's right. And the Super Retina XDR screen allows us to see every detail better than ever before. Mm-hmm. With 20% savings, we can't pass that up. Okay, then. Restrictions apply. Shop online or in-store. Bluegrass Cellular. Your community expanded. The wake up early, do a little studying, take the dog out, finish that audiobook until the very end. Finish that workout, then stop by McDonald's for breakfast and somehow manage to do it all before that 10 a.m. meeting meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Like a savory sausage biscuit and hash browns bundle or sausage McMuffin and hash browns bundle for just $2 each. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo. MB's point to ponder for today. I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to pose it anyway, just for the sake of discussion. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Your favorite Christmas movie of all time. And Misty, I just want to go ahead and set the ground rules. Uh, really, for all of us, we're not allowed to say discarding Santa. Oh. I know it would be natural that we would go with discarding Santa as our as what we think is the mm-hmm. best. So, mm-hmm. but I'm going to. Set that aside. Because we're in that one. Because we're in that one, and clearly, it is clearly the best, but by virtue of us being in it. uh, Do you have a favorite? I love Elf. So Elf is your favorite? I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's the first one that comes to mind. I love Elf. This question came up at home a week ago today, Mm -hmm. so so, uh, Beej, I think you're going to say A Christmas Story is number one and Home Alone is number two. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I I thought that was probably your order. But it depends on... Which kid you ask? So, like, oh, yeah. what is Mama's favorite Christmas movie? Yeah, right, one's right, going right, to say right, one right. thing and one's going to say the other. Well, and um, I will tell you that we've got so the two older children aren't completely sold out for a Christmas story, mm-hmm. but we are determined to change that with the youngest. Okay. Absolutely. So it's uh, yeah, we're going to get at least one of them. <laughs> one <laughs> of them. Three? One of them is going to be Ralphied. <laughs> And it's the little one. And I have a feeling she may Ralphie you off. <laughs> There's a good chance. She loves the Ralphie village. Mm-hmm. She does. All right. So mm-hmm. she loves to. And Monday evening, she was orchestrating the pieces and moving them around in the in the village where she wanted them. And so. And I'll try to talk to her about the sequences, like, as, as far as the movie goes. And mm-hmm. this is where the bump sounds. They come in. And- <laughs> so I think. 
I think we'll get her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on television tonight, season four premiere of SEAL Team. I would think Christmas Vacation for me is is definitely top five. Yeah, it's top five. But it's prob- it might be three, it might be four, but Elf is also really mm-hmm. high up in my uh, high up in my list. Uh, SEAL Team season four premiere. I think it's a two hour premiere on CBS tonight. Court Cam, the season three premiere on A and E. On NBC, the 88th annual Christmas in Rockefeller Center special. And uh, also following that is the Christmas Spectacular starring the Radio City Rockettes. Did you see the Rockettes in the parade the other day at the end? No. Well, Did did, did you see them? I did not. And you tried to pull me in to show me, but I was busy. So they didn't do the traditional kick because they were dressed up like the toy soldiers and they just couldn't. They were all Mm -hmm. on. So they didn't do the... The infamous kick thing, but it was a good performance. The Toy Soldier portion of their show is my favorite. And, well, it's very good. And Mm -hmm. we have ornaments from when I've taken Anna, and Mm -hmm. it is a very good portion. Today's highlight in history, this date, 1982, in the first operation of its kind, doctors at the University of Utah Medical Center implanted a permanent artificial heart in the chest of retired dentist Dr. Barney Clark, who lived 112 days with the device. In 1804, Napoleon crowned himself Emperor of the French. Mm, I need to do that. The EPA opened its doors this date in 1970. Just crown yourself. Yep. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't either, but I've got a cardboard Burger King crown waiting for something magical. In 1993, Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar was shot to death by security forces in Medellin. Mm. If you've not watched Narcos... Mm On Netflix, watch it, especially the first season, maybe even the first two seasons. And then there's a spinoff, Narcos Mexico, which I've not finished that season. But Narcos, very good. Jason loves it. I've watched a couple episodes, and I could get drawn in, but I was already busy with other ones, so I need to go back and do that. Well, it just kind of goes back to show you the war on drugs and how it launched, Uh you know, the 80s and how the the DEA fits into it and all that. It's good good television. You're probably going to want the subtitles on it because there's a lot of it in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Uh, birthdays today. Former Senator Harry Reid is 81. Rick Savage from Def Leppard is 60. Lucy Liu is 50. Nellie Furtado is 42. Britney Spears is 39. Daniela Rua, who plays Kenzie Bly, is 37 today. She's from NCIS um, Los Angeles. Aaron Rodgers is 37. And Charlie Puth is 29 today. <laughs> Gone but not forgotten. Charles Ringling of Ringling Brothers, Barnum & Bailey Circus fame. Born this date in 1863. Isn't it Puth that you all like to hear pronounced? <laughs> I think you like saying I mean, it. Yeah, and I don't it, know that we it like makes you it. laugh a little bit. <laughs> 1955. Frank Sinatra was number one with Love and Marriage. Love and Marriage. Love and Marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage This, I tell you, brother You can't have one without the other By the way, girls, I heard that the um, the Peg Bundy hairstyle is coming back for 2021, oh, so get ready. News. That's good news. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how about that hat? <laughs> you said you didn't want for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> change, change my mind on the hat. Okay. I'll take the big hat. <laughs> going to need a hat after all. Mm. Let's go to 1964. I think we're going to 1964. Mm. You can warp speed here. Jukebox needs to get with it because we're run, running out of time anyway. It's contrary. Bye, 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 bye. This is why somebody invented MP3. 
The Supremes. Baby love. Oh, it's because we got mad at her earlier when she was talking and playing music. And we told her to go sit in the corner and now she's pouting. I mean, I sort of understand that. Someone made me go sit in the corner. I'd... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a powder. I'm chief powder of all powders when you, like, put me in the corner. Are you pouty McPout pants? I am pouty McPout pants. So sometimes I send the child photo that's, you know, he's kind of side eyed to my husband that says, when you're trying to see if your husband notices you pouting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'm a powder. 1973, the Carpenters, top of the world. I'll teach you my ways. I'm a great powder. The ways of the Jedi and the powder. (laughs) I'm a Jedi powder. (laughs) That was the Carpenters, by the way. Tracy, the Peg Bundy hairstyle. The, the Peg Bundy hairstyle. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Is, Need a hat, Tracy? Just what's, what's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> hat sales will soar. Pretty sure it's going to be more style, about hairspray. I'm in style, but I don't want you to see it. <laughs> and and let's, just hope the, let's hope the Peg Bundy doesn't spin into the Marge Simpson in 2022. Oh, 1982. Tony Basil. Spelling lessons since 1982. It's so hard to say the goodbye to yesterday, boys to men in '91. Backstreet Boys shaping my heart in 2000. Party in the USA 11 years ago today. And Ariana Grande, thank you next, was number one two years ago today. One of the first, maybe the first video I ever saw on MTV. Which one? This one. Oh, okay. Because um, we well, had to go to you had to go to Memo and Granddad's to see MTV because they had that big. Today it would be called a telescope. Mm-hmm. But they had the big satellite dish. And it made that kind of noise too. You had to decide thirty minutes in advance if you wanted to watch HBO because the dish would go. <laughs> So my first one, I think, was Skid Row, eighteen was in it? life. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was Paula Abdul. I just remember it being on, and I saw this. I saw Tony Basil with the makeup and the dancing around with the cheerleaders and hearing the song and you know all that. So, I think it's the first video I ever saw on MTV. But it was just because I happened to be in the room when mm-hmm. it was on. But that was all she wrote after that. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) MB's Pearl and Adam Ant's Goody Two-Shoes, I think, came on right after that. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. Mm. Not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.